magical. Welcome to Magic Monday. I'm Tess Whitehurst, spiritual author and spiritual teacher. And I'm Natasha Levenger, energy healer, energy reader, and spiritual coach. And this is a podcast about all the ways we experience and use the magic of the universe in our everyday lives. I feel like you said your part very precisely today. I was like feeling the joy of it. Like ah. I was just like, oh, we have this podcast and I love this podcast. And this is what I say at the beginning of it. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. <laughs> Meanwhile, I was like, I purposefully picked out the cards ahead of time and I left them not where I can get them. Oh, that's okay. You can get yeah. them while I'm yes. doing housekeeping. Like yeah. you often then, do. Yeah. And I was looking at my Aquarius Justin Timberlake shirt. <laughs> that I just so got. is it like was it like this company had like shirts with the name of different signs with pictures of famous people on them? Is well, it, was no. it a series? They're all very oh. different. And oh, okay. um Hopefully this won't be a spoil. I'll tell my best friend not to listen to this until she gets her package. But I got her one for Gemini because her birthday's Saturday. And if you're listening to this Monday, that's important information. Anyway, <laughs> hers has the Olsen twins on them. Oh, cute. And Are they Geminis? I don't know. Or if it's just oh, that they're or twins. Or they just twins. Probably. Yeah. I bet they're Geminis. And also it says like 1-800-PSYCHIC-CALL, and it has a bunch of other funny stuff on it. And But they don't all have famous people on it, but I do like – yes, they are. I just checked. They're Gemini. Oh, interesting. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, twin – Gemini twins. Yeah. Anyway, that's not important. So if you're <laughs> listening for the first time, we usually – well, we, we do always. Almost always. Yeah. Sometimes we just skip it. But, Do we? I feel well, like we've never in a while. skipped it. Really? Well, anyway, that. this is what it is, is that we talk about. <laughs> <laughs> this is what it is. <laughs> we talk about the cards we drew last week for this last week and then how they, how we experience that in our lives. So That's right. I drew, last week I drew Pansy, which was Contemplate from my Magic of Flowers mm -hmm. Oracle. And you drew Lifting the Veil from mm -hmm. the Star Seed Oracle. Oh, Yeah. And that was about, I think that one was like, see the truth, like, don't get into cults. <laughs> oh, yeah. Was that was it? part of it. Was it was part of it. I think it was like, watch out, like, really look at what's up. Um, I had like quite, I mean, I can't even, I feel like my growth this week was accelerated. And by growth, I just mean like, well, yeah, I mean, I think I have grown, but also like, so much stuff was coming up to look at for you too. Yeah. Well, I guess. Me? Yeah, it was like, well, it was my first week of being fully immune and then I went out and then, but then all kinds of stuff happened in my life that was like, really right now? Like just, I mean, I, I don't want to go into all the details, yeah. but it was about where we live. Yeah. Like just stuff that like needs to be dealt with about yeah. like, where are we going to live next year? So I feel like that's coming up for a lot of people, actually, like a lot of moving stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, it was I was kind of like, like, can I just have a little bit of time where I'm just getting used to being out in the world? Oh, but yeah. That there was makes sense. instead there was more energy that came in. It's it's fine. It's good. It's none of it is bad stuff. Yeah. It's just like, a whoa. OK. Yeah. Yeah. Time to yeah, energy is moving. Right yeah. 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 Yes, that is for sure. I mean, this. Yeah. But um, I was just going to say, and I'll probably I am going to talk about this in the energy report, but we're now in Gemini season. And yeah. then also what's happening, though, is astrologically speaking, I'm not an astrologer, but, you know, I like to look at it. And it's we're square Pisces. Um, Neptune and Pisces so it's like what confusion there's some like is there like it's kind of a mix oh. between intuitive I should just stop because I'm going to be talking about this in the energy report but it's a mix between the intuitive and the brain you know like dude I'm going to over intellectualize I'm going to over it, that could be it or it could just be like this nice mix of the two oh, okay interesting 
And when I say this over square, but when it's a square, that means there's some kind of tension or yes, discord somehow, right? So it means that, that it, it can bring up like yeah, there's tension, so it can it can bring up the 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 shadow version or yeah that that can happen Mm. well it does also remind me of how this last week just a couple days ago actually i posted the third in my series about looking deeply at new age stuff after the events of the last year like Mm. of the stuff I've been questioning and and like the stuff related to QAnon yeah and I did it so it's like analyzing oh yeah psychic stuff like energetic spiritual stuff but it is after I wrote this one this one was called what are we trying so hard to cleanse it was about like in the new age how we're so like let's purify it let's sage it let you know yeah, like, what yeah. is that why are why are we obsessed with that and why was I obsessed with that yeah but after I wrote it I had a splitting headache I mean I think it was other things too but I was just like so so painful oh I wonder why I mean I feel like it was it was because I was analyzing this Uh-oh. thing and like put and like I need to get all of this like because because yes. I these last few blog posts I've written it, they have been like let me just put it all out there. Like during the pandemic, I'm in the house. I'm seeing <laughs> QAnon. I'm seeing anti-vax, anti-mask stuff. And, and I'm like just really reformulating the way that I think about my spirituality. Mm. And so as I wrote these posts, I was like, here are all the things I've been thinking. And I wanted mm. to just really lay them out. Yeah. And it was like, I don't know, it, was, it felt very important. Yeah. And it also felt like... It, it all three of the posts. I felt like this is exactly like in order, like how I came to these realizations. Mm. I don't know. It just felt like different than the, the way I normally write blog posts. It was I like, see. Do you know maybe you were efforting analytical. a little bit in the brain. Yeah, maybe I was efforting. Yeah, like mm, like trying to like effort it. Like that's how you're describing it. Seems yeah, like. it felt like I guess it was it was weird because when I, once I wrote it, I was like, yeah, that's that's the post. That's what I want to say. But I also I don't know. I just every time I was like, can I do that? Like, could I really just write that and explain it? Oh. I, I kind of like questioned whether I had the like ability to do oh, it. Oh, interesting. You know? yeah. It was just kind of going outside my comfort zone, I guess. Yeah, I think that's, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it's new stuff for you to put out there. Mm-hmm. I feel like you've shifted a lot in terms of like what you're putting out there in mm-hmm. the last year. Yeah. Yeah, because I felt like I had to. Yeah, like, I felt like that was what it would be to be in integrity. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, otherwise, like I was explaining this to Ted, I was like, otherwise, I would have to quit. Mm. Like, if I couldn't, if I couldn't be like, hey, this is what I feel like has shifted for me, and just be honest about it. Yeah, I would just be like, why am I doing this? Yeah, of course you have to. Yeah. Um, for me this week, it was a lot of, I mean, that is big stuff. That is lifting the veil. What you just said was totally lifting the veil. Um, I have lifted the veil on like family dynamics, my family of origin in terms of, it was a big week. Okay. I'm going to try to say it all at once. (laughs) Just like in terms of how I view myself and productivity. Mm-hmm. So um, we've talked about this a little bit, and I've talked about this a little bit on Instagram. But basically, you know, my mom was a produce machine. Like that's all she felt she was. I know that's how she felt she was worthy. Um, was so even that alone would have put that energy kind of that ener- feeling of invalidation and like you're not okay unless you're producing. Mm-hmm. Plus, she was hot like basically hysterical (laughs) most of the time I hate to say that because like that's anti-feminine feminism you know like hysterical female I don't mean like she was emotion like she was anxious all the time Mm -hmm. like has to get done has to get done has to Mm. it was tough anyway and then what she would do was put it on everyone around her like you're failing if you're not um succeeding and also if you're not producing but the good news was that I really felt it and I felt it very much in my bones like oh 
that's not mine. I don't want that. Uh, I feel yeah. good without it. Like, I feel good if I'm just, you know, listening to myself, not producing if, well, and that's the other thing, like what we value as being producing is not always what's true. Like you can be producing in your sleep. Like you can be a person who like helping your production, your creativity, whatever it is that you do by resting. Mm -hmm. You know, you can help by meditating. You can, all those things that maybe don't look like standard. Right. Um, producing. Because everything is energy. What? Because everything is energy. Oh, yeah. And also yeah. you have to care for yourself. I said this in my newsletter this week, but um, but like caterpillars actually turn to goo. Did you know this? In no. the chrysalis. Yeah. Oh. They turn to goo in the chrysalis and they call that sleeping cells. Like if you were to open the chrysalis at a certain point, you would see just goo. And that oh. goo are that they call the sleeping cells is actually like the stem cells that we have. It's like the stem cells of the butterfly. And then that goo comes together and forms a butterfly. What? Yes. That is just, that is endlessly fascinating. Like the, everything about the caterpillar turning into a butterfly totally. is just like, what? I feel like that example is just like the universe, source, goddess, whatever, being like, humans, just look at this, please. Okay? Yes. Yeah. It's just, it's endless. It's so funny when we see butterflies when we're hiking. Ted and I saw butterflies when we were hiking a couple weeks ago and he... He always like does the, he often will do their subtext of like, look at this. What is going on? I used to be a caterpillar. I used to be a caterpillar. What is happening? Am I flying? That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's really amazing. And like, this is what I said in my newsletter this week, but I was like, can you imagine if we were just like, butterfly, what the fuck are you doing? And you look gross AF and you're just sitting wake there, up, goo. wake up. Just, you're yeah. just goo. Yeah. And you're gross. Look at you. <laughs> Disgusting. Get up. And you're gross. <laughs> Put yourself together. <laughs> I mean, but of course we, we understand because we have a bigger perspective, right, of what they're going to end up like. So if only we could have this bigger perspective for ourselves, have faith, like, oh, every time I go through this phase where I need some more sleep, I need to, like, you know, it's okay. I end up, ha it's all valuable. Yeah. For yeah. God's and this sake. reminds me, too. What's that? <laughs> I said, for God's sake. <laughs> this reminds me, too, of how, um, I don't know, like a month or two ago, it occurred to me that this whole, that's the, that, how in metaphysical spirituality or just spirituality in general, people talk a lot about their purpose. Mm. Have I talked to you about this? Mm -mm. Like, what's my purpose? Mm. I need to find my purpose, my divine life purpose. I swear, yeah. I, I, I know I've said stuff like this even in the past. But, yeah, but it's suddenly, what's that? I have felt that. Yeah, but I suddenly realized, like, that's kind of self-loathing mm. to be like, I. what's my purpose? It's like mm. your purpose, what if your purpose is just to be here and just mm. to be, if you're here, it, there's a purpose for it. You don't, you don't have to like yeah. claim a purpose so that you feel worthy of being here. Like, yeah. yeah, you could, but you could have like a directive. You could have like a, a value that is your guiding principle. That's great. But I feel like phrasing it as your purpose seems mm. harsh. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I feel like it could go both ways. Like, I totally see that. Like how if you're like, oh, I'm worthless unless I have a purpose. So I have to find that purpose in order to yeah. be like like um make my life um not just worthy but like i don't know purposeful like, yeah, like that's the, yeah. the very word like what's even my purpose do i think yeah. I have a purpose like if you say this thing has no purpose it's like oh it doesn't deserve to be here it's like yeah yeah that, exactly. it just seems very yeah but i also understand like feeling like oh i'm not feeling fulfilled i want to fulfill something right. like i want to have like so let me look at that but you're right that there's so much there can be so much negative energy with that or when i say i mean like invalidating energy with that yeah that's what i mean like the language is powerful so i feel like a powerful way to phrase it would be my guiding principle or mm. like my primary value or something mm. that something not like your value like yeah, you have yeah. value but like 
what do you what do you value and then let that guide what you yes do. well this reminds me of what we talked about in our manifesting class where we had like coming up with your core essence like what are yeah. some of your core essences like for me it's like feeling valued actually and creating value so value is one of those and like expression is one of those and so um and connection and humor and fun so like coming back to those things will help you to connect to why you're here like or maybe yeah I see what you're saying it's like but yeah I think that we are all here for like a reason I do think that and so like and and if we leave ourselves alone and just listen to our intuition, if that were even possible as a human, then we would naturally fulfill those. You know, we would naturally blossom and, and those core essences would come out in our lives. Yeah. I think the problem is we get programmed by, you know, our early childhood in ways that are at odds with those essences sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Most times, I would say. But then you can reprogram it. So anywho, um, oh, the other thing I'm going to say is I had a real strong connection to really knowing that nothing is personal, like, because I've really been feeling so clearly when I get triggered by something, it's my thing. It's not about the thing that happened to me. It's my, it's the feeling that I have, like, for instance, sometimes if somebody, um, if I'll say something that I'm a little bit worried someone took the wrong way. Let's say I'm texting someone and and then they don't respond. Then I will go back sometimes to my old childhood wounding of like, if my mother didn't respond to me, she was mad. And oh, like yeah. I would go into like this feeling of like kind of panic. Um, So that, but that stuff is like my stuff. It's not about the other person. It's my stuff, even mm-hmm. though like it may seem like it's about them because they didn't respond right away. I'm just using that as an example. Um, But it's really that I have this old wounding that my mother would reject me if mm-hmm. I didn't, you know, and so then to talk to my inner child and love myself and then you know but it's never about me and me really feeling that on such a huge like it's like another level I started feeling it this week how much it's all about me like it's never about the other person then that made me realize like oh my god if somebody let's say didn't like me or didn't see me that's all about them it's like for some reason I might trigger something in them that has nothing to do with me that's their childhood stuff yeah. It was just ex- another level I, of freedom around that. I love that. You know, I have had that too. I talked about that in my card reading. Not that exact thing, but but just um, like during this time of change, part that's been part of it is for me is the guilt. Like I have had mm. guilt of like, oh, I'm like this kind of free floating guilt that if you really, mm. lo- if I really look at it, I couldn't even really define it. Like what is even, what do I even think I should be doing different? I don't even know. I just know yes. I have this free floating feeling yes. that I'm a bad daughter or a bad sister or whatever. Yes. And then I was like, you know what? That's, a, that's not me. That isn't even, I don't know why I have to keep ha- having that hang over me like a cloud when I don't even, yes. I, I don't even know what it is. Yeah, really. it's not, it's like in your, what I discovered with my thing, because that's exactly how I felt with the, like, just kind of like worthless feeling of like, or like kind of like, yeah, like I'm not good enough. I'm just bad. I really, like yeah. I felt at first in my body and then I was like, oh, I don't need, when I looked at it and I felt it, and then it just like moved and it released. Yeah. It was just like, oh, I don't need that. Yeah, I could see. Mine, I don't know if I felt it in my body as much as it was just like this concept of like, that's it. Do I have to have that? Like, what is that? That's not even me. Like, yeah. it just felt like I could, like a veil. Yes. Like a jelly veil. <laughs> From last week. <laughs> that was last that's week. That's right. That. Yes. I felt that so much. Anyway. All right, we don't have a guest okay. today, which is why we can uh, go on and on. <laughs> yeah, expand on what came uh, up. That's right. I realized that we didn't talk ahead of time about what we're going to do here. Oh, yeah. Well, let's just do the general, and then if you don't want to do it that way, we can change No, it. we can do the general. Um, we general do, we have, list. like, one question and then – or. 
Yeah, and then one thing somebody wanted us to mention. Oh, but first, would you like to... um, Yeah, okay. talk about my stuff. Yeah, yeah, I have a book coming out very soon. This is in my self-published, my uh, series of Practical Magic books. This is the third one. It's called Little Guide to Money Magic. Either this week or next week, I think. Very, very soon this book <laughs> will come out. Um, I love how we never know when we're going (laughs) to. And you know what? I like that about us because we listen to our intuition. We don't force it along. We're like, I think this is when I'm going to feel like this is a good time. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, probably sometime during Mercury retrograde because this is the third time that it has been (laughs) this series. It seems like the first, second, both wanted to come out during Mercury retrograde, apparently, and this third one also. So sometime during Mercury retrograde. Well, you know what? That makes sense to me because Mercury retrograde is about revising and, Mm -hmm. you know, looking at, and so like with money magic, for instance, you want to look at how do I look at money? Let me revise how I look at money. How do I, (laughs) you know, so that's a perfect time to get a money spell book. And the whole process of publishing it, too, seems very like, okay, let me just yeah. look at this again. Make sh- And if something's yeah. not right, I will learn, and then I'll yeah. fix it. Yeah. And I also was born during Mercury Retrograde, so I think oh, right. I feel really, I don't know, comfortable. Combined with it. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Um, well, for me, you can sign up for my newsletter. Um, I talk about things like Caterpillar Goo. Well, once I did. <laughs> Jelly veil. Yeah, well, that mostly. was on the podcast. But you know what? I could. That's the kind of thing you can expect. Um, and you can also sign up for the wait list for my inner child healing class, which will probably happen, you know, who knows when, next couple months, It will, next few for months. sure, I would say. It will definitely happen. Point. When? I don't know. But if you sign up for the wait list, you'll be the first to know. So you can go to highestlighthealing.com to do that. Did you say where people could find your book? Uh, on Amazon. You can find right. it. Right. Amazon.com. Don't forget that. <laughs> All right. Well, we – oh, also, if you c- please could review or leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts, we really appreciate it. We've gotten such nice reviews, and we keep saying we're going to read them, but we haven't. But – we really appreciate them. We sure do. I could pull one up. Yeah, just pull it up. Um, okay. It helps people to find us, which, you know, we want to be found, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's something we're, we're looking for, to be found. Yeah, super helpful if you don't mind just taking a moment, writing yeah. us a review. And you don't have to have, um, you know, a Mac to or an Apple, someone – Ask me, do they have to have an Apple subscription or something? You don't have to. You just can just go on there, make a quick little account and say it. And we appreciate it. Mm-hmm. We do. And so here is a review from Rachel Aaron. Mm. Practical magic support for real life is the name of this review. I'm so grateful that I was guided to this podcast <laughs> at its inception. The advice given on how to navigate this real human experience with tools of an unseen nature has personally supported me through a major up-leveling in vibration. Thank you, Tessa and Natasha, for sharing your gifts. That's so nice. So nice. You know, someone left a – did you see someone left a really nice comment? We're just going to talk. You know what? This is good good practice for me to receive um, um, compliments and receive nice validation. But um, did you see someone left us a nice – comment on our post on Instagram about um, that there's absolutely no shame in taking medication um, for, you know, mental illness. Like, it doesn't make you less spiritual. I'm glad to say it here again, too, just on the podcast. It's so important. I just hate how much shame there is around mental illness and, like, it makes me upset. But anyway, it doesn't make anybody less spiritual or weak or anything like that. No. Um, and somebody was saying how helpful it was to them. I forget what they said, but it was really nice. Ah, no, I didn't see it. I will take a look. Yeah. Um, so anywho, Zers, uh, shall we read a question? We have a question. Um, yes, we should. I just want to mention really quick, if you want to ask us a question, you can go to our website, magicmondaypodcast.com and click ask a question, or you can call us at 828-2222. 
3337181. You did it with me. I just only remembered the first part. Oh, okay. And um and also if you want to subscribe to our newsletter, I put pictures of the cards that we draw each week and just like send out a newsletter when a new episode drops. So you can sign up at magicmondaypodcast.com and click subscribe. I think you can also go to our Instagram and do that. Yeah, you can. And I think I send out one once a month and I think this week is the monthly one that I send out. Okay, so now let's hear that question that I have not heard yet. Yeah, and I haven't read it. <laughs> <laughs> let's see what we got. Let's see what we got. This is from Leah, and she says, Hello, ladies. My name is Leah. I have a question regarding ancestors visiting us in dreams. About a week ago, my grandmother, who is deceased, came to me in my dream and gave me instructions on where to go when I die. Oh. She was pretty urgent. But now I can't remember what she said. <laughs> My bed is on top of her Persian rug and, I, rug, and I also have many other items of her around the house. We were not all that close when she was alive, though. Anyway, you guys have been talking lately about connecting with our ancestors, and I wondered if you had any thoughts, advice about her giving me post-death instructions. I will also add that a psychic medium once told me that there is a sort of tribe of artists on the other side who I'll be joining when I pass. That sounds great. Good for you. Um, This particular grandmother painted beautifully toward the end of her life. Oh. Any thoughts you guys have would be appreciated. I appreciate. Would be awesome. But she appreciates us. Oh, I love that. And that reminds me of Twin Peaks at that part where. Cooper is like, Laura Palmer came to me in a dream and told me who killed her. Wow. And they're like, who killed her? And then she's like, he's like, I don't remember. Oh, wow. <laughs> that um, is the same. <laughs> but so I don't think that you, Leah, need to remember it consciously in order yeah. to have received it. Mm, you nice received the point. information. You received anyway. the information. <laughs> <laughs> what's going on with me today i think i've been having like so much processing that then the other end is like woo. but yes you i agree with you go on no i mean yeah that's i that and i think that was her it sounds like that was her for mm-hmm. sure mm-hmm. i would trust that mm-hmm. um i don't know do you have any other yeah, thoughts about that i agree and that sounds really cool and maybe i can visit your artist community yeah on the other side um, I would just say if you want more information, you could um, do you did you you said you weren't close, but did you like her? I wonder if maybe she has more stuff she wants to say. Maybe you could um, you know what? This brings me to a good point, actually, about ancestor work. I Ask your intuition, like, would she like you to light a candle or some incense and then um, talk to you? Like, maybe you could journal or before you go to bed, ask, like, um, Granny, I'd love to hear other thoughts from you. Um, if you want to visit me, I'm, I would love to see you. Like, just open that portal that way. But what I wanted to say was that was interesting. I had a client, I think it was this week, um, who... Um, wanted to, I can't remember all of it, but it was basically like she was wanting to connect to one of her ancestors. I think it was her grandmother. But, um, when I talked to her grandmother, I was like, oh, she, I was like, oh yeah, you could maybe light a candle. Then I was like, then her grandmother was like, no, 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 I don't want a candle. (laughs) And I was like, oh, wait a minute. I don't think she wants a candle. And then she's like that. And then my client was like, I thought I heard that too. Like she was going to do it and she actually got nauseous when she went to buy the candle. Oh, that's so interesting. Isn't it? And the grandmother was just like, no, 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 no. nothing to do with this candle. Like she did not want this. So (laughs) it's often, you know, that's what we are supposed to do. Like what you hear with ancestor Mm -hmm. work. But I definitely think it's important to listen to the intuition and see, like you can even ask her, like tune in, like, Hey, I'd love to talk to you. Um, what can, how can we communicate better? Like, or even offer some ideas, like, like light a candle and then see how does that feel in your body? Yeah. Yeah. And I honestly, I cannot recommend ancestor work enough. I've been still lighting candles to all four of my grandparents every day. And 
it is just so endlessly interesting. It just yeah. keeps unfolding in all these awesome ways. And I'm getting to know them. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, yeah, my Papa Harry. Like, this, mm-hmm. I didn't even spend that much time with him in life because yeah. he and my mom were estranged. But when mm-hmm. I was younger, I did. But on the other side, man, it's like I just know him. Yeah. It's really cool. And then I can feel like, oh, the, these aspects of me and my personality like that, those are really connected to yes. Papa Harry. I mean, it happens with it's happening with all four of my um, grandparents in different yeah. ways, but it's really deep. And then the way they then connect to the deeper ancestors yes. and just to the spirit realm in general, it's amazing. It's so amazing. Yeah, yeah. I've really been um, con- like consciously connecting to my mom and aunt, who you know I do feel a little bad sometimes, like because on the podcast. I talk about the negative things because in life we, she was not good to me, <laughs> but, yeah. um, and I don't know why I laughed, but, um, I feel like that was like a, a trauma response to laugh Aww. after that. But although I do feel like laughing, so maybe it wasn't. Um, but anyway, so, but in since her passing, I always say we, since my mom died, we get along much better. I yeah. mean, we get along great now. And I do think a lot of this awareness around the, um, that I've been having around productivity has helped heal her a lot too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's nodding. So yes. And there, and not just that, but, um, not just her, but like, the family pattern around mm-hmm. productivity and how important and, you know, all of yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. like that too. Kind of continuing their mission. Like I know that's what Sen Elias said when we interviewed him. Like we continue their mission. Oh, yeah. But also like aspects of their personality that in life maybe were problematic or were tied to yes. mental illness or something. Yes. Like that we can then kind of help heal that and then help express the yes. positive aspects of that it's so cool and like yeah that is part of our mission it's not even like if you had a troublesome ancestor I think I'm just getting this very strongly that like it, you can look at it as part of your mission anyway like it's not necessarily you're doing them a favor even though you are, but it's also like this was something you wanted to come here to do anyway. Yeah. So it's connected. So if you're connected, you may as well help, Mm -hmm. you know, and you are helping yourself. And then in that process, you do, I have so much more compassion for my mom, like just understanding how hard that was to carry that weight. Talk about like you were saying that guilt. I feel like just this heavy invalidation I was feeling like that's what she walked around with and was like trying to tune out from. Right. Which is what her hysterical attitude was about all the time. Yeah. All right. She used to call. um, (laughs) uh, uh, Okay. I'm just going to say this one last thing. It is a podcast. So I'm just going to assume people care. Um, I was like, I've been talking too much. Well, but, yeah, that's kind of what you do. Yeah, I'm- yeah. But <laughs> I had this memory, and this is part of the awakening too. I think of that she used to like. She was she was Jewish, and she would speak a lot of Yiddish. And one of the words she would say a lot was halalia, like nervous halalia. And What's it, that? It's like a. I think it means like a crazy person, like all wound up, like a oh, crazy. Oh, okay. And I had I just remembered. It was a constant thing in my house. Like she would go up to like my brother and and me and be like, but mostly to him, I think, and say like, stop being a nervous Alelia. You're a nervous Alelia. Like just like yelling uh-huh. at him. But she was the nervous right. Alelia. Like she, her nervous system was so activated, yeah. but she was like yelling at us. Projecting. Oh my God. It was so much. Whew. So helping to clear that out clears it out of my space and hers yeah okay well oh and we did get a comment last week um that we didn't get a chance to read but some a couple people reached out about when some a caller called in about the period her period being very difficult and someone mentioned that reading um the book period power by Maisie hill has helped them tremendously didn't we say that last week we didn't get to it Oh, we didn't. Okay. Mm-mm. We were going to, but we didn't. Okay. 
Um, and she talks about the phase that she's, this person says, she talks about the phases of your menstrual, menstrual cycle as seasons. So winter is when you bleed, spring is after that. Then when your estrogen rises, you start to feel better. Summer's when you're ovulating, autumn's the luteal phase. So anyway, that That's sounds neat. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So I guess now it's time for the energy report. Okay. The energy report. <laughs> that sounded a little <laughs> manic this week. Ooh, the energy report is when I talk about the energy trend for the week that I'm feeling into and also based on the clients I've seen and the astrology. The astrology is, it's just so present this week um, and so in line with what I was feeling anyway. Um so it's really, you know, first of all, Mercury retrograde starts um, Saturday mm. and um, and we're already in the shadow part of it. So if you're feeling it, that's why. Um, and like I said, it's square Pisces. So it's kind of like this battle <laughs> between your intuition and your brain being a little bit overactive. Um, which I feel in Gemini season anyway, my brain gets so overactive, maybe because I'm a, I have so much air in my chart anyway. But um, so what I was really feeling into, because a lot of times with the overactive brain, I like to call attention to the body, to grounding, to earth, you know, which is really nice. And, and also like dancing and having fun in your body. That is really nice. Um, but because there's also so much intuitive energy present with this Neptune in Pisces, where it's home, um, Pisces is at home in Neptune, um, or Neptune is at home in Pisces. Anyway, is I'm really feeling actually that inner child work and parts work in general is a perfect balance for this because inner child work, meaning accessing your feelings, um, and and your inner child, your wounded inner child being the the feelings, the part of you that's still in the past, stuck in the past in these past traumas. Um, so by accessing that through your feelings um, and also talking, to, it's like a combination of like mentally working through it, but also working with your body and your spirit. Mm -hmm. So what I want to suggest is kind of just some basic inner child work, which is when if you get activated, if you get triggered, ask the feeling how old it is, ask it what it needs, you know, remembering that all of our parts want to work for us. They're there to help us. Yeah. So to say like, you know, what do you need? Um, bringing in your inner parent, you can put your hand on your heart to activate compassion. And then you can either write it down what she or they are saying um, with free writing, like, okay, this is what I'm feeling. I feel this, I feel that. And then take a breath and respond as the inner parent. Yeah. And the parts work is you can even then say, okay, I heard from my inner child. Let's step aside for a minute. What else? Who else is there? Is yeah. there someone else there? Yeah. Um, and then talk to that part. Same thing. And then you can put them aside. Okay, let's talk to that part. Um, if you find and just working with them, like with this feeling, ideally, you're going to have the inner parent is going to be the strongest voice, the loudest voice in the house is what I always say. Let that inner parent be the loudest voice so that um, you're if you find you're merged with it, just give it compassion with a with an emotion or or like your inner child, give it compassion and then say, ask it what it needs. Just talk to it. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a nice balancing, just bringing in the inner child work to balance those two kind of opposing things happening right now. Yeah, I actually did that this week because it was like when I was like I had this feeling coming up. I was waiting for someone to, to respond to give me information that was going to um, inform what I was going to then do. And uh -huh. I wasn't getting that information. And I felt this impatience. I And it was like, I really don't I don't want to I don't want to act on that. That doesn't feel yes. like in alignment with me. And so I was like, I'm going to see what's there. So I did that. I was like at the the thing with the 
noticing the trailhead you know who is that that is what is that patient yeah Yeah, what do you what what does it look like what does it feel where do I feel it in my body what is it asking for what is it saying you know and I did the journaling and then had that part step aside I totally did that this week and it really helped yeah and I think it it's cool when it's like when it's like that situation where I'm like, I, I had this impulse, like, oh, I should just email them and just tell them, that, you know, it's like, no, I don't, that doesn't, that, I don't want to act from that space. I know that's not me. I know that's not going to help. Yes. You know, so instead, let me just examine what's there and then kind of. Yeah. yeah. That's like, it's funny you use that example because I was using the example before of the text, even though I hadn't really had that happen recently of like waiting oh, yeah. for it, like writing it down and then feeling like, uh. Uh-huh. But that doesn't feel like me. So yeah, you ask like, okay, when do you need that part that is feeling so activated? What do you need? Like, yeah. and it's like, I need to feel safe. I need to feel, really, it's loved. Like, you'll be surprised what comes up. Because mm-hmm. sometimes it'll just be like a simple thing. Like, I often use this example in my class, the inner child healing class, where it's like someone was rude to me, like a rando person that you don't even care about, like a clerk or not like a cashier at the store and then it's like why am I feeling this but then you'll find like oh it's just un this unresolved thing from the past that just wants resolution Mm -hmm. or it's like trying to protect like that is often the the trailhead it's like this is the protector this we were talking about this book called the self-therapy workbook yeah I think that's it yeah, so, I'll yeah. put it in the show notes. Yeah, um, it's a lot like inner child work. It's just you add a few parts. There's more, you look into more parts, but yeah, yeah, but it's cool. I feel like one of the many things I like about being older is that I now I've had enough experience that I'm like that. Whenever I act from that impulse, yeah. it has never gone no. well. No. <laughs> so instead not. of acting from it, let me examine it. Yeah. Well, that's also a good example of blending with that part. So it could be like it's often the wounded inner child at some age. So mm-hmm. it's like blended with that part where you feel like I don't have a choice. I just have to. But I have to act <laughs> from there. But then if you take a moment, put your hand in your heart and say like, oh, what do you need? You'll see that's just a part of you that needs some attention it's Mm -hmm. not who you are right exactly exactly all right okay so I loved it so now (laughs) I feel like I need to see I did love it but I remember the time I didn't say I loved it and then you were worried yeah Um, I was like oh I I wasn't worried (laughs) but I was like I noticed let's put it that way (laughs) just test and love it this time it's okay you don't have to love them all well, I do. I do. Okay. Maybe um, you should okay. never say it, and we'll just assume you love it. Maybe starting now. Now, okay. what are we going to uh, We know you love have, it. Okay. In the moving forward. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now it's time for practical magic. Okay. So this week we have a full moon, and the oh, full moon is that. also a lunar eclipse. Oh, yeah. I forgot to mention eclipse season. Uh, yeah. She was. It's full moon in Sag, which is what my moon is in. Oh, yeah. It's Wednesday morning, but Tuesday night you could also celebrate. So full moon Tuesday night. It's in effect Tuesday night, Wednesday morning. Wednesday night, still in, in the effect. portal. In effect. <laughs> full moon in effect. <laughs> okay, go on. Okay, so um, <laughs> that's the metaphysical AI character that mm-hmm. we adopted. Mm-hmm. Um, Thank you for saying we. Okay, go on. <laughs> so, uh, so this for this full moon, I suggest shadow work because Ooh. it's an eclipse and it's the Sag eclipse. So it's like feels good about spirituality and exploration adventure i feel like that's a good spirit to enter into both shadow work and mercury retrograde Mm. it's like oh that's sad like what's gonna happen like that curiosity sort of just like being open to new new experiences new ways of seeing things so um it's it's called the full flower moon too. So I'm feeling yes. like white flowers that smell sweet. Mm, um, my fave. Well, yeah, me too. But also just sweet smelling flowers in general, like hyacinth or hydrangea. 
and um, or tuberose is the, like a beautiful favorite. white flower. So, so pretty. That or, and um, jas- night-blooming jasmine yeah. are my favorite flowers. They're so fragrant in such a sweet way. But lilac is my favorite, which would also be a great. Um, hey, I, I have a oh. tuberose candle. I'm going to light it right now. Oh, yeah. Good idea. So um, sweet smelling flowers on your altar as an offering and then you could light a white candle and then set the intention to be present, to look deeply at like what what's here maybe. They set the intention, call on the divine to look at stuff like the kind of we've kind of been talking a lot about shadow work this uh entire episode or do Mm. we always probably (laughs) maybe we always just our thing (laughs) but to just be open compassionate you could place your hand on your heart you could ask the divine you know to help you see what's gonna help me heal what kinds of shadow aspects can i look at like maybe you've been feeling guilt or maybe you've been feeling afraid of change or whatever it is like just look at it and then you could journal about it, ask for support on how you could help heal it. Um, just work with that. This full moon is my suggestion. I you could take it. a bath if you want before it. I was just thinking bath yeah. right when you said that. <laughs> Almost like we're psychic. Almost <laughs> close. All right. Well, that's great. So now, before we pick our cards, by the way, I was wrong. I, I did bring my card deck over here. Oh, I good. just chose a different deck than I remembered I had chosen. Um, but in, before we get to that, you can find us at magicmondaypodcast.com. You can listen to, well, you know where to listen to us. Um, you can ask us a question there. I'll say the number again, 828-333-7181, because I didn't say it in full effect this oh, time. Oh, yeah. You only said it once before. Yeah. Um, where What else is happening? Magic Monday Podcast listeners is a little group over there, Magic Monday Pod on, on Facebook. When I say over there, I mean on Facebook and on Instagram at Magic Monday Podcast. And you can find me at highestlighthealing.com. You can schedule a session with me. You can take one of my classes, sign up for the wait list. You can get my newsletter, all the stuff at highestlighthealing.com. Did I already say on Instagram? I don't know. Well, that's where. Okay. Where can they find you? You can find me at TessWhitehurst.com. That's where you can read my blog and find spells and rituals and guided meditations. You can find me on Instagram at Tess4444, on Twitter at Tess Whitehurst, on Facebook at Tess Whitehurst Author, and on YouTube at Tess Whitehurst. Great. Well, this week I am picking from the Light Seer's Tarot. And I am picking from my very own cosmic dancer oracle i've already drawn the card and it's a duplicate again this is like last week i got the same um, magic of flowers card i had drawn the week two weeks previous and this time two weeks ago from cosmic dancer oracle i drew surrender and trust i think wow pretty sure you know Um, i never remember the cards yeah and it's interesting because i feel like i remember when i drew this two weeks ago looking at it later and being like i could have probably surrendered and trusted a little more interesting (laughs) so now the universe is like okay yeah here's here's your opportunity yeah, and I think I feel like that's such good a uh, such a good reminder for me because and probably many of our listeners because it is just a time of so much change and yeah. really to me there is personally a lot of uncertainty mm-hmm. which it's so there's so much potential in that like yeah. it is I've talked about this before but it's interesting how at times of uncertainty like I you don't know how your future might look and there's a lot of variables it's like there you can go into the fear of that but you can also there's like a window or a portal into like what if you just went into the present moment what if you just let go of the fear of how it's going to look and flow with the current of time 
of what is, you know. So well, I, it reminds I really me like that again of the butterfly of the uh, caterpillar. Yes, goo. it's like yes. if the caterpillar goo. If we stopped it in time when it was goo, it would be like, oh no. But if it was like, oh, it's possible, and then it turns into a butterfly. Yeah, flow on. with the goo. If you're goo, mm, nice flow with it there you go perfect (laughs) okay if you're goo flow with it (laughs) we probably could stop there but i picked the page of wands which is a lovely card it's explosive creativity and infectious enthusiasm ideas of plenty creative beginnings a newly found inspiration honing a new skill or passion curiosity and trying new things um Giving, gifting yourself permission to dream. I love all this. This is like the Sagittarius full moon energy. Yeah. Like, just go into it. Yeah. So, um, I won't read all of it, but basically it's just about getting flashes of inspiration. Um, oh my gosh, is it talking about giving? Okay, it says giving yourself, giving your ideas the space they need to develop before sharing them prematurely will allow their wings to fully form. Mm. This is like exactly what I was dealing with this week in terms of, you know, feeling like I wasn't being productive, but I feel like I have all these ideas, but I'm not forcing them. I'm just like living in this kind of liminal space, letting them form in the goo. Yes. As the dreamer of my dream, I spontaneously and passionately ignite this flame what the the oh i love that is. say yeah. it again can you say oh okay oh sorry did you it's close okay. it <laughs> I did, as the I dreamer can... of this dream i spontaneously ignite this flame was that what it as was? the dreamer of as the dreamer of my dream i spontaneously oh. and passionately ignite this flame Ooh, love yeah. it all right okay. well thanks everybody for thanks listening for yeah we'll see you next Full moon in effect.